Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And welcome to episode 340 of the Michigan Sports Truth. Post game edition on Talk Shoe. I'm Taylor Phillips, flying solo. Tigers um, lose again to the Royals, seven to three, had a three nothing lead, then three to two, and then the Royals scored five runs in the last two innings. Two half innings in their favor. Last two bottom half innings of their favor. Two in the bottom of the seventh and three in the eighth inning. That's a good thing. The Tigers not only are on pace for 100 losses, the Phillies won. So that means the Tigers are likely getting that first round, that first overall draft pick in the 2018 MLB draft. Tigers and Royals wrap up their three-game series at Kauffman Stadium. Thursday at 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time. The Royals Hopefully, we'll sweep the Tigers before the Tigers get swept at Target Field. But that's the point. Tanking, the tanking process. Step one, the fire sale. Step two, the firing of Brad Ausmus, which I mentioned earlier last week. Step three, get the first round pick. Step four, make Chris Illich sell the Tigers along with the Red Wings. Now, um, three other topics to discuss or at least mention. Victor Martinez has been an entitled player and a clubhouse problem according to Anthony Fennick of the Detroit Free Press. Now, I'm only going to read the section that, re- that headlines the date August 24, 2017. The art- now, the article, re- the article headlines ha- how the Detroit Tigers built a sinking ship, for- sinking ship over four years. Now, you see all the events and Somewhere it says August 24th, 2017, right before the last section, Eyes on the Future. So I want you to focus on 
August 24, 2017. The Tigers private clubhouse rift reveals itself publicly. Their frustrating season festered to the point of infighting when television cameras caught an animated exchange between between Justin Verlander and Victor Martinez following a benches-clearing episode with the Yankees. During the exchange, Martinez advanced towards Verlander and was held back by third baseman Nick Castellanos. Prior to the exchange, Martinez was seen playing peacemaker with the Yankees, with Yankees catcher Gary Sanchez and right and right-handed relief pitcher Dylan Batanzis, who had just hit catcher, who had hit catcher James McCann in the head with a fastball. Now Gary Sanchez threw punches at both Castellanos and first baseman Miguel Cabrera ignite the six-inning brawl at its entirety. The situation situation pitted a pair of veteran players who are publicly seen as team leaders. It also illuminated a a reality about Martinez. For the past two seasons, according to those inside the Tigers' clubhouse, the 38-year-old designated hitter became an entitled player and a clubhouse problem whose positive influence diminished him as a performance declined. When asked if he wanted to comment on the story prior to the team's August 25th game against the White Sox, Martinez said, quote, you can write whatever you want, unquote. A night later, he experienced irregular heartbeat symptoms for a second time and was placed on the 10-day DL. He, He underwent cardiac ablation surgery on September 11th and will not return this season. Thankfully. Thankfully on that last part, will not return to the season, but the concern, the major concern is he has these irregular heartbeat symptoms and the cardiac ablation surgery. That's very terrible. I'm more concerned about Victor Martinez's health. We all are. Martinez's change Martinez's exchange with Verlander came all, almost a year to the date of his behavior, reaching a breaking point in the clubhouse in the aftermath of an August 27th loss to the Los Angeles Angels last season. In that game, four Tigers were ejected for arguing balls and strikes, including Martinez. That also included J.D. Martinez, Miguel Cabrera, and manager Brad Osmus. According to multiple people with first-hand knowledge of the situation, Martinez left Comerica Park early and was nowhere to be seen when the team entered the clubhouse after the game. The people requested anonymity because they were not authorized to speak on clubhouse matters. The early departure became, the early, the early departure became a talking point inside the clubhouse, and when Martinez learned of that, he singled out a teammate for leading a whisper campaign, sources said. Martinez confronted the player, and they needed to be separated. On August 25th, Martinez declined to answer questions about the clubhouse incident. All, Brad Osmus also declined to answer questions that day, saying, quote, what happens in the clubhouse stays in the clubhouse for me, unquote, which is, which is, an exa- uh, which is one of the biggest and most serious Examples of why Brad Osmus had to be fired and should have been fired a year ago or earlier, dating back to to the end of 2014. The incident 
is considered the point when Martinez detests himself as a leader, and I don't blame him. I really don't. And the way he handled the matter did not sit well with the clubhouse, a source said. Martinez was a problem Osmus was unable to solve, and the one front office, and the and one the front office showed no desire to solve by simply releasing him. Though the topic had been raised by the coaching staff, Martinez is owed $18 million in 2018, the final season of his four-year deal, but with his recent medical issues and his actions. May I add, his return is uncertain. Either way, the Martinez situation was an all-encompassing example of the, account- of the accountability issues that had taken root. Those issues from Victor Martinez to Francisco Rodriguez to right-handed relief pitcher Bruce Rondon, whom we, were, whom, whom we remember plunking Mike Moustakas who charged the mound, there was no winner in that situation back in July of this year, fell on Osmus, a player's manager who didn't have the kind of personality to put veteran players in their place. So that's why the Tigers, that's another reason why the Tigers, that's an ultimate reason why the Tigers have decided to make up their minds and decide not to extend Brad Osmus through the end of 2017, which means he's fired. He's not coming back as the manager in 2018, thankfully. So, there you go. That's topic number two. Topic number three, I just want to mention, the Tigers have signed 17-year-old third baseman, prospect third baseman, 17-year-old third baseman, prospect, prospect third baseman, Pedro Martinez Jr., the son of Red so- Boston Red Sox Hall of Famer Pedro Martinez, who was a pitcher. Pedro Martinez Jr. is an infielder and not a, pit- and not a pitcher. Now, we want to go to Tigers.com. This is written by MLB.com's Jason Beck. Peter Martinez Jr. is six foot two. Scott and scouting director Tigers International Scouting Director Tom Moore stated quote. He's six foot two and projected to get bigger and stronger. He shows not only power but the ability to hit. Unquote. No terms were undisclosed. Terms terms were terms are undisclosed at the moment. 
meaning the Tigers have not announced the terms of the deal, but Dionisio Saldavila, a Dominican journalist, reported that Pedro Martinez Jr. will receive an $800,000 signing bonus along with a $300,000 scholarship. The Tigers still had a good amount of their their $4.75 million international signing pool available after their July signings. The elder Martinez signed out of the Dominican the elder Martinez signed out of the Dominican Republic with the Dodgers for six thousand five hundred in nineteen in nineteen eighty eight. Six thousand five hundred dollars in nineteen eighty eight. He paid off by winning two hundred and nineteen games and three Cy Young awards to go with the thirteenth most strikeouts of all time, three thousand one hundred and fifty four. Martinez Jr. was not ranked on MLB Pipeline's Pipeline's list of top 30 international prospects going into the summer period, but Moore said the Tigers have been tracking him off and on for the last few years. He was part of the Dominic team. He was part of the Dominican team that played in the junior division of the RBI World Series last year in Cincinnati, and he took part in the International Prospect League in the Dominican, as well as other showcase events. Still, Moore said it's not a situation where he's, quote, it's not a situation where he's been overly exposed to the market, unquote. What they saw they like, though the elder Martinez had a big arm that defined his five foot eleven, five foot eleven frame, the younger Martinez is a big, pure hitter with a strong right-handed swing. And he just turned 17. Uh, yeah, that's super young. So there you go. Now to the topic I've been dying to pass along to my talk show listeners for the entire time. Kevin Seifert of ESPN's NFL Nation on ESPN.com headlines an article, the NFL was right to reverse Golden Seeds touchdown and end the game. And here's why he knows he can tell that the referees made the right call. With 12 seconds remaining, Lions quarterback Matt Stafford threw, a, threw what appeared to be a one-yard touchdown pass to receiver Golden Tate, a score that would have lifted the Lions to a 32-30 to lead over the Atlanta Falcons. Tate caught a low pass and appeared to dive over the plane of the end zone. There were eight seconds remaining when Coleman's crew signaled for, for a touchdown. That stopped the clock, of course, at eight seconds. All scoring play, all scoring plays are reviewed automatically by the NFL. And when senior vice president of officiating, of officiating Al Riveron, Riveron, saw the replay, he noted that Tate's left knee touched the ground before the ball crossed the plane. Because 
and and that happened with exactly 11 seconds left. But still, we'll get to we'll get to that part in a minute because Falcons cornerback Brian Poole touched Tate's shoulder as he was falling. Tate was Tate was by rule down by contact. Then the fun began. Had the play originally been called correctly, the clock would not have stopped. In all likelihood, it would have expired before the Lions could run a. It would have expired before the Lions could run another play, even even if his knee was down with 11 seconds to go. To be fair, Lions coach Jim Caldwell said afterwards that his team certainly could have gotten another playoff. Caldwell said, quote, we practice it all the time, unquote. Regardless, the NFL Institute, Institute, regardless, the NFL instituted a rule earlier this decade to account for such situations. Rather than allow a team to get a free stoppage of the clock inside of the two-minute mark, NFL rules now require there to be a a 10-second runoff to simulate as best as can be done how much time would have run off absent the, the incorrect call. Even if they put one second back on the clock, the Falcons' defense would still make a goal line stand in the end and win the game. Because they have a good defense, and the Lions' offense, had they chosen the same, especially having, especially if they chose chosen the same play again, would would still fail. Because the Falcons' secondary defense had been covering all wide receivers in the first two downs of the game anyway. The Lions had almost no chance of scoring what would have been a game-winning touch. What would have been a game-winning touchdown any, anyway? The Falcons would have won the game anyway. The Lions would have lost anyway, and they did lose fair and square. And to top the cherry on top of the Sunday, teams can terminate the ticket the tenth. <laughs> teams can terminate the 10-second runoff. Teams can terminate the 10-second runoff by using a timeout, but the Lions were out of them. The Lions were out of ti- the Lions were out of timeouts. So because there were only the, because the clock didn't stop until until it did at eight seconds remaining at the time of the at the time of the initial touchdown call, Coleman correctly ruled that the game was over. It was a jarring and counterintuitive ending to a highly competitive game, but it matched the NFL's rules. Consider it from the Falcons' perspective. Would it, been, would it have been fair for them to? Would it have been fair to them for the Lions to get another play? By rule, they stopped Tate short of the goal line with the clock running. In the end, the NFL got the best and most accurate outcome it could have hoped for. So. Lions fans thought the clock should have stopped at either 11 seconds or one or one second, whichever, or had it not. And Lions fans were hoping that the touchdown call was not reversed, thinking that the Lions got robbed. They blamed the league and the referees for for always screwing only the Lions with their and use the slogan Detroit versus everybody 
Uh, no, incorrect. It's Detroit versus Detroit. And no, the referees in the league do not hate Detroit, okay? Knock, knock that crap off. That's, that's BS. You are childish, weak, hostile, and just a plain piece of trash. You, you need to grow the hell up. That especially goes to the to the talk show listeners that try to keep bugging me on my chat. Either, so either grow up or die. I, I don't care. The Lions lost the game fair and square. Shove that up your asses. So... That's episode 340 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on TalkShoe. I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page and share it and join its Facebook group. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Bon appetit. Talk to you on episode 341. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.